0: Welcome to this month's BP Leadership Lesson. Pastor Bill Purvis has an incredible lesson to share with you today. So make sure that you have your ears tuned and your pins ready. And let's dive in and see what he has to say. Uh, I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the value of excellence. And, uh, and that's what this lesson is about. Now, I'm not talking about perfectionism. You'll never attain that. Some of you I know are obsessive about every decision being perfect and uh, every act being perfect. And, and I want to tell you that's never going to happen. In fact, if you fall into the trap... Of, uh, of trying to make everything imperfect in your life, you're never going to enjoy anything. You'll, you'll never have peace. You'll live in regret. You'll stress all the time. And so I want to tell you, first of all, there is a big difference between being perfect and excellent. There's just a big difference between the two. And so perfect is impossible. Nobody can attain that. There's no such thing. You'll never achieve it. So you have to learn at some point to stop lingering over a problem, learn to put the paintbrush down, uh, stop analyzing, and, and try to do the best you can. And so perfect is impossible, but excellence is possible. Excellence is doing your very best. That's what it is. In fact, there's a Bible character that I love named Daniel, and, and he, that the scripture talks about who he was and the wisdom that he had. There's a particular verse in the sixth chapter, the third verse that says this, then this Daniel became distinguished above all other presidents and satraps because he had an excellent spirit or because an excellent spirit was in him. It's interesting that verse is saying he was set apart from everyone else around him. He was above all the noble people of his day. Uh, he just was head and shoulders above. And he said, because, the reason was, an excellent spirit was in him. Now, uh, what the question is: What sets successful leaders apart from unsuccessful leaders? I believe is the standard that they set for themselves. Okay, and, and that's the thing that you have to decide in your life. In fact, in sports, there are many good teams, but you know, good teams don't win championships. It's the team that settles for nothing less than excellence that wins championships the same is true in life. Uh, why be a good spouse or a good parent or a good employee when you can be an excellent one? Uh, there's a quote that I, I have always loved. It's by Pat Riley, the, the uh, successful basketball coach. One of the things he said was this, I'd rather have game excellence than an excellent game. And, and I like that quote. I used to linger over that one and think he's what he's saying is make sure everything is going right, doing well, and and all of the cylinders are firing as best they can. I'd rather have that than just one game where everything looked good. And, and so that's a great quote. I'd rather have game excellence than an excellent game. In fact, you know this, the MVP award uh, isn't given to good players. It's given to excellent one, the one above it. So uh, let me give you a couple of thoughts about being excellent. One, one is this. Uh, Excellence is an internal issue first. I put excellence in the category of of character. It's the report card of our values, and it really shows who we really are. Uh, There's a statement that has been well said before, every job is a reflection of the person who did it. It's like an artist who puts their name on their painting. Every job is reflection of the person who did it your work reflects you it has your name on it vince lombardi once said this the quality of a person's life is in direct proportion to that person's commitment to excellence regardless of their chosen field of endeavor i like the way he phrased it he was talking about regardless of where where you are what job you do what uh, what you know circumstance you're in the bottom line is this that the quality of your life is going to be in direct proportion to your commitment to being excellent. Some people say that they can, that, you know, they they can live with mediocrity, you know, just getting by is their standard. Personally, I, I don't have any tolerance for that type. I don't feel sorry for that type or, or not interested in hearing them. I just say just shut up and go do something and do it well. That's and then I'll listen and, and and I just have a real a real appreciation for people that when they want to do something, they want to do it the very, very best they can. When you entrust somebody to, a, to an assignment, it's really the x-ray of their character that's going to surface in no time. And so, and, that, and by the way, that goes whether they're paid or volunteer. Excellence is, is going to be a part of that nature. And I've seen volunteers that do even a better job sometimes than even paid people just because that's what they do and that's what they value. And so we say that excellence is an internal value first. The second is this. Excellence and laziness can't be found together. One reason that, uh, that some people don't bring excellence is real simple. They're lazy. They're just lazy. I, uh, I heard this joke that, uh, that I thought you might find funny that fits perfect here. There was a wife that said to her lazy husband, I, I am ashamed of the way that we live. My father pays our rent. My mother buys us all of our food. <coughs> my sister buys our clothes and my aunt bought us a car. I am just so ashamed. Lazy husband rolled over on the couch and said, You should be ashamed. Those two worthless brothers of yours, they never give us a thing. And, then, and that's the way some people have lived their life. The idea that you give it to me and I'll just not put forth any effort. And lazy people, you know, can they can be loaded with excuses. The book of Proverbs describes a lazy person making excuses about this way. It says they'll say, There's a lion in the street. And what they mean is, is there's another excuse for me not going out and producing. And and you'll hear it in our day in terms, in in these kind of phrases, well, it can't be done, or that's not my job description, or that's never going to work. And you've heard that before, and I've heard it many times too. And it's always from somebody that doesn't have a high value of excellence. Snoopy one time was talking to Charlie Brown, and he said, in 12 games, we almost scored a run. In nine games, the other team almost didn't score. In right field, Lucy almost caught three balls. Charlie Brown, we led the league in almost. And, and that is a, a statement that could be said of many that they can live with it, but it defines them. North Carolina, uh, they, they interviewed 150 inmates, and when they got through with the surveys, they were asking the question, what are you doing in here? In 95% of the surveys, it was always someone else's fault, it was a bad judge. My attorney wasn't good. Uh, friends that I was riding with did something bad, and I happened to be with them. And, and they used to say, "If we could just catch the other guy, we could eliminate all the crime in North Carolina." Uh, some some use the excuse of time for you know not being excellent. You know they. I, I've heard the statement though that if you don't have time to do it right the first time, uh, when will you find time to do it right or do it over? John Wooden was big on that one. Um, w- one thing that you'll hear from a person here you know, you'll never hear from a person with a character of excellence is that excuse. Uh, they don't blame. They don't pass the buck. Their character just doesn't let them. They'll find a way to say it's mine. I own it. I I should have or I, I I could have. And they will they will take a job if they fail at it or don't give their best, and it bothers them more than it does anybody else around them. There's a couple of steps that I know about obtaining excellence that. If you want to go in that direction, uh, here's, here's four. One is care more than others think is wise, risk more than others think is safe, dream more than others think is practical, and expect more than others think is possible. People with excellence, that's what they shoot for. That's, that's one of the distinguishing marks or differences. Uh, the fact is, here's, here's what we know. Excellence is work. And it's going over and above. It's not about hours invested. It's about quality. You can spend a lot of time in something and still not really make a difference. It's about the quality of that work. As you go through life, here's what you're going to find. You're going to meet four people, four types we call it. One is cop-outs. Uh, they have no goals. Uh, they, they make no effort. That You've seen those kind. And then there's the holdouts. They're uncertain. They hang on. They ride the coattail. They they don't really add value, but they just are on, you know, their, their body is there, but there's no work ethic or spirit with them. Then there's the dropouts. Those are the ones that quit when the going gets tough. Once it really starts to be the place where the rubber meets the road or, or the sweat starts to happen, they bail. And then there's the all-outs. Uh, those are the people who consistently keep paying the price to succeed. They will do it over and over because they want to make a difference and make it right. Martin Luther King Jr. had a statement that I loved. He said, if a man is called to be a street sweeper, he should sweep streets even as a Michelangelo painted or a Beethoven composed music or a Shakespeare wrote poetry. He should sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will pause to say, here lived a great street sweeper. He did his job well. And that's what a picture of somebody with excellence will have That's the motto they live by. All right, number three, excellence is the driving motivation for success. That is, people who are truly successful are driven to do whatever job they have to the very best of their ability. That's what motivates and drives them and pushes them. They they live for doing it right and doing it well. There's a law we know that is kind of a a hidden law, but it's a true law. You cannot lead anything until you lead yourself first. And so when you lead yourself, that's the starting place. That's where it goes. And then what you'll find is along that line, here's a description of how it works. Uh, Efficiency is getting the job done right. Effectiveness is getting the right job done. And excellence is getting the right job done right. And so you see the difference of those three. Excellence is that step higher. It's the highest rung of the ladder. And and you and I all know when we see an organization, whether it's a company or whether it's a person or whether it's a uh, a church, whatever, we can all tell when we've been in that environment or seen it what excellence looks like. It it stands above. It stands out among them. I, I heard the illustration about Michael Jordan years ago that when Michael Jordan was blessed with great physical talent, his greatness came from what he did with those tools. He was once a player who got all of his points by driving kamikaze-like into the lane. and Then one day he realized that, you know, my body can't take this nightly beating up on every evening. And so he turned his attention to developing an outside shot where the endless hours of practice and dedication made him ultimately become one of the most um, accurate, reliable jump shooters that the game's ever known. The ability to reinvent his game was possible, I believe, because he began to focus on one thing to be excellent, and that took him to a whole different level. I believe the same is true with all of us. Uh, To excel at anything, career, marriage, parenting, finances, you've got to set a standard for excellence. Uh, Now, number four, evaluate and measure your systems often. If I want to have real excellence, I've got I to gotta stop and look at everything behind me on a regular basis because things change. Things break. People change, move in and out. So you've got to constantly be making sure that while those moving parts are going, that you're staying up with them to make sure those moving parts are all at the very best and performing best. So we ask the questions, you know, are we getting the very best? And if not, then why not? Um, either, either a system has to change or a strategy sometimes changes or the mindset has to change, or even a person has to change. But if we're going to stay in the excellent mode, we've got to evaluate those type things in those areas to be able to not just get there, but to stay there and continue to stay at the top. I, I believe that, um, that even, you know, as I mentioned about volunteers, volunteers should want to be excellent. But if they're paid, they're expected to be. So when you look at your job, you look at what you do, Make sure that what you do, you do the very best you can so that when you leave a job, you can say about it, I gave them their money's worth. Number five, here's the next thought along the line here. Uh, Drive for continuous improvement. Yesterday's victories won't bring tomorrow's success. What you did back then was good, and that got you where you are, but it won't be what keeps you going and to another place. And, And if what you did yesterday still looks big to you, you haven't done much today. Those are the things that I want you to keep in mind as you do. In fact, there's a Bible verse that says this: Colossians three seventeen, whatsoever you do, in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And so there's that point that that idea that you know, if I'm going to do it, do it as if I'm doing it for God. You know, while I'm doing the job, make sure that we recognize that this is not just a job, but this is something that reflects who I am as a person, and it also reflects the one that that I work for, which is more than my boss, but it's God himself. He gave me the life, the gift, everything I have, the tools I use, the skills I enjoy, he gave that to me. So I want to do everything I can in word or deed the way that would please him. I I close with this. There was a wealthy man one time that he, uh, he hired a contractor who didn't even have his own home. And, uh, and he said, look, I want you to build for us the finest house you've ever built. And so when the owner left, the contractor began to do the numbers and look at the material. And he thought to himself, you know, if I, uh, if I really want to make a big profit, if I'd, like to, if I'd really like to scoop a lot from this, I'll cut some corners. If I cut the corners over here and I use cheap materials and in the hidden places where it's not seen, if I do less than quality work where it won't be noticed, I can make twice the profit. So he did. And, and when he finished, the owner came to him, and the owner said to him, look, I know you didn't have your own home, and, and I wanted to have this house built so that I could give it to you, so I want to give you this home to live in at no cost. When he left, the builder began to look at that home, and in shame, he now remembered the cheap materials, the shoddy work, and he learned a lesson the lesson he learned was this. Life has an uncanny way of forcing us to live our lives uh, in what we build. And, and we do. We live out our lives in, in the way that we've already built or the way that we've already planned or the strategy we've used. So I encourage you to do something. Set your standard as high as you can reach. And, and I'm not saying perfection, but set it so high that when you are stretching to reach that, that when you're finished with it, you can look and say, if anybody can mimic that or copy that, they're gonna have to put a whole lot of work in it because I did it myself. That's what excellence is. I'm glad you're here. I pray that God will bless your life, meet your needs, and I pray that you'll make excellence one of the highest qualities of your life. It'll show up when you do it. Thank you for tuning into this month's BP Leadership Lesson. Each month, we share these lessons at a live luncheon to anyone in the Columbus, Georgia area. If you would like more information on dates and times of our upcoming luncheons, you can visit bpleadership.com.